People often wish to be remembered by their achievements. There are some that accomplish this by doing good, by helping those in need. However, there are some who prey on the weak, hoping to be remembered by their strength and brutality. Throughout history, the most impactful moments are when those two forces clash. Here, we can see an example of this, as the scourge Willem attempted to take advantage of the party's kindness, invading Nelliskai's mind and stealing the map. The time for talk is over. Why don't you all roll for initiative? Guess there's no running. Uh, I guess maybe I should go get my dice, huh? <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> Not in New York anymore. I got 11. 14. Uh, my dice roller is not working right now, which is weird. There we go. Okay, and I got nine. I should probably get a real set of dice. That would probably be a lot more satisfying. It, it is. is really nice. Except when you roll a three. <laughs> Stupid uh, non-digital dice. So that's a six. Um, that is actually fine for you because... The turn order is going to be Nilla Sky, Oswald, Waka, and then Parent. Nilla Sky, the floor is yours. If you remember previously, Willem is standing before you, just bathed in this black armor, this black ichor flowing all over his arm to form this chrysalis, this sword blade that just goes all the way up his arm. And he's staring at all of you with these crooked, jagged teeth and a sinister grin. He has told his bispore friend to sit this one out. Um, well, I'm going to use my newfound Eldritch invocation called Thief of Five Fates, which allows me to cast Bane once per long rest. Um, and Bane is a uh, spell that takes one action uh, up to three creatures of your choice that you see within range must make a charisma saving throw whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw uh, so it's a concentration spell for up to a minute so for the next minute hopefully um, he will take uh, all of his attack rolls will be 1d4 less um, and this does take a drop of blood as a component um, so I am I have reached down and, and grabbed the blood from one of the wolves um, on the ground um, and kind of um, squeeze it in my hand um, and, and kind of whisper something under my breath. Uh, and then he will have to roll a charisma saving throw against my DC of 13. You might get want to get a vial of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. You said 13? Yeah, because I was, I was thinking at first I could just you know prick myself, but I'm a mushroom and I don't have blood. And I'm sure my party members would be upset if I just like poked them every time I wanted to cast a spell. <laughs> Come here, real quick. Why don't you tell me what this looks like, and then I'll tell you if this succeeds. Uh, yeah. So I kind of like whisper to the blood while kind of um, you know, rubbing it in between my fingers. Um, and there's kind of like a like a mist um that kind of flows towards towards him, and you know, if there are other creatures, it would it would spread out. Um, and it, it kind of, it goes towards their, like, uh, his hands and his mouth, um, and really, like, any, you know, any weapons that he's holding, uh, it kind of, like, surrounds the, the hands that are holding the weapons, or, you know, um, it just kind of surrounds him, but, but it's concentrated in the areas that would be 
um, that he would use for combat. As this fog, as the smoke comes towards him and just absolutely wraps around him, it clouds his face, it clouds his arm, and you see this blade slice forward, and it just disperses. This cloud is just gone, but in a moment, these fragments of purple glitter around him before solidifying and connecting to his arm. He suddenly just, it feels, it looks as if his arm has gained a thousand pounds and he's dragging this chrysalis sword against the ground and his eyes are foggy and every time he tries to speak more of this fog is going in his mouth and he's sort of coughing and he's trying to take a step forward before he swings wildly missing you all it was a success yes nice. well done thank you are you gonna do anything else you end your turn uh that is um you know i'm gonna walk away from well am i how close am i to him am i engaged You're, all of you i believe are um about five or i'm sorry 10 feet away uh none of you are like within range of him you will be when it's his turn but... right yeah i'm gonna uh walk um away so that i'll be behind um kind of behind the front lines if possible um yep because i don't okay are you hiding behind any of your party or are you hiding in the trees uh i would say in, in the trees i imagine my party's gonna advance or some of them wonderful so then oswald you are up next well, since I have a negative one on strength, I don't think I'm going to walk up and attack him. You, you do also have spells and cantrips. Yeah, that is true. Okay, well, how about I use Firebolt? <laughs> that, would, yeah, that, yeah, that might work. Might be a good idea. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope I'm not close to him. Why don't you tell me what it looks like when you cast this spell. I know that you, as an artificer, you have to use these tools. So what does that look like? Well, since I rolled a one, he trips and falls on his face. Well, I, I want you to tell me as if you had successfully cast it. Okay. Um, I think for Oswald to cast Firebolt, I assume that he would be using his tools. Um, I think he would use, I think he'd be forming a ball with it, spinning his tools to form like this spark before firing it off. As this flame is formed, it swells forward, and perhaps it's nerves. I don't believe Oswald's ever been in a situation like this, but the fire misses its mark extremely poorly. It soars past Willem, and just all of a sudden, the brush behind is lit with flame. And it's spreading. Next in the turn order is Waka. What the heck is going on right now? Because <laughs> uh, Waka was not privy to uh, any of the, you know, interaction uh, between, you know, psychically between Nelisky and Bispor and uh, Willem. So no freaking idea what caused uh, Willem to just flip out and blast those six wolves into smithereens uh but it was clearly some stuff I, is going down i did random like to anyone watching now this guy just like 
randomly shot him or tried to shoot him with the Eldritch Blast, and then he he roided out. So, I yeah, I definitely yeah, can see right. uh, y'all's confusion. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, having heard this guy's name and knowing that he is uh, bad news, we gotta um, you know do what we can to not get blasted by lightning. And so uh, what better way to do that than to advance right up next to him. And I'm going to use the uh, attack ability uh, and see if I can grapple him. <laughs> All right. And we got a strength modifier, I believe. For grapple? Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. Am I... I, I believe you're correct, and if I'm wrong, we can <laughs> change that later. No, yeah, it's it's strength. It's it would be an athletics check. Um, you can, in theory, do dexterity checks for like acrobatics, but I don't think that would be acrobatics in this regard. I think it'd just be a strength athlete or athletics check. Okay, that's what I thought, and um, so I ultimately I don't think it's going to make a difference anyway because I rolled pretty good but uh just wanted to make sure for future reference yeah um but that is going to be a 23 okay let me roll against that <laughs> okay uh tell me what this looks like so uh waka runs up to him and make sure to keep a healthy distance from his sword arm because clearly that's something bad news don't really want to uh touch that so um instead i'm assuming reach down and uh try to establish some uh shoulder control and just kind of get my arms around him um in a, a decent like body lock as you lock against him his shoulders writhe and he really he's having a really hard time getting out and then suddenly you realize why he's having such a difficult time is because despite you having your arms wrapped around him he has no idea where your body is his mind is clouded his eyes are clouded his senses are completely clouded by this bane and he is trying to get out but to no avail excellent and then uh, following that, using a uh, bonus action here, uh, we're going to expend a key point to do a flurry of blows uh, and make two unarmed attacks. Uh, I'd imagine use my legs and feet to deliver a couple knees or, you know, stomp on the arch of his foot and some of that... Uh, you know, good old fashioned. Type <laughs> For stuff. sure. You're not going to hit him with that, uh, classic wrestling chop or anything. <laughs> Just suplex him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that would be counted as a, uh, bonus unarmed strike but i mean for <laughs> for flavor's sake if you want i'm i'm more than happy to suplex the guy but um... <laughs> why don't you throw in some kicks <laughs> all right and um so for the first one here that 
is a 13. That is not going to hit. And the second one is a 14. That will hit. Fantastic. Well, it's a good thing that we don't know what his armor class is now. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Got a 4 on my 1d4. And so that is going to be a total of 7 damage. Jeez. Oh, wow. Willem rides against your grip and as you kick at his legs he actually you almost lose him as his knees buckle and he almost just slips right out but you still have a solid grip on him next in the turn order is parent all right so i want to cast uh entangle uh what so, wait is he restrained already by Yes, yes, he, he is. is. Restrained. Okay, so maybe I don't need Entangle because mm-hmm. he needs to be restrained. All right. Hmm. And I, I don't want to do Ice Knife either because it explodes and it would hit <laughs> Waka. So, all right, those two things are out. Uh, option number three. Is everyone, like, at full health? You should be, yes. Okay, so... Oh, actually... No, yeah, I believe Oz. Perrin... Perrin had taken damage, but I believe yeah. that Oswald got Oswald yeah. healed, healed full healed. Last so yeah, time. you should be fine. All right. So uh, I'm going to run up next to Waka. I'm gonna tap him and say, "Keep it up." Give him guidance, which is uh, you can add one d four to an ability check of your choice, um, and then. I'm going to turn into, uh, I mean, this is tough. I, I think I'm going to turn into a wolf. I feel like I just got to. I'm going to turn into a wolf as a bonus action. Makes sense. Um, is Wild Sense, can you use that as a bonus action? Yeah, with the circle of the moon. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so for a moment, this smoke clears. And in fact, you can see the hatred in his eyes as he looks straight at you, Perrin. And then you can see utter confusion as your body morphs and your skin transforms into fur. And instead of this short halfling, you are this marvelous direwolf with these fangs bared and these just terrifying eyes. And you can hear Willem gasp before trying to say something and then coughing horribly. But then, why don't you roll a uh, contesting strength check for me, Waka? All right. Oh, nat 20. Nice. Ooh, okay. What's your modifier? Uh, for just strength by itself mm-hmm. is... Uh, would that count as a saving throw for me to be proficient in? I'm not sure. What? Just what's your base strength? Base uh, base strength is plus two. Okay. Well, then. I mean, if they tie, we can always re-roll it or something. We they they did tie. Oh. <laughs> also, oh, is there's you're right. I have the bane. The bane on him does affect saving throws. Um, oh. But I don't know. Or saving throws and attack rolls. I don't know if this counts as a saving throw or if you, it's just like a contest. You're totally right. Sorry. I that. For some reason, I thought it was a one-time thing, but you are continuing to hold the enchantment. So, yes. Okay. He 
tries to struggle free. And he actually tries to take this blade and shove it into your leg, but you are able to get out of the way as you tighten your grip. However, you can hear him muttering under his breath as he coughs, and he is going to attempt to cast a spell. Uh Uh-oh. With the minus of Bane. Okay, can I get um, everyone but Nelisky's armor class, please? Uh, 14. Is that what the direwolf's new one is? Okay, great. 15. Okay. You can hear him muttering under his breath before he looks up. The smoke dispelling from his mouth as he says... Do you even know who the hell I am? Has my name been lost to history? I am the scourge upon this world, and I cannot be killed. And he just is shaking, and he's trying to get out of this. And then he just takes a deep breath and says, Woda. And all of you get pushed backwards. And I want you to one more time roll a uh, strength check for me, Waka. Okay. Don't hold on. He'll take you with him. <laughs> Let him go. Let him go. That's a 17 no. plus two. Oh my gosh. So he. Shark strong. <laughs> <laughs> and something that might actually be benefiting you is there is a pool of water that forms at his feet that crashes upwards before pushing all of you back. With the exception of Waka, he looks extremely surprised as he is pulled back with you. And all of you are going to take three points of damage, with the exception of Nelisky. And how far back and what direction does that push us? Everyone uh, gets pushed just as far as they like 10 feet away in, like, let's say someone is standing in front of you, in front of him, goes 10 feet backwards. Everyone is just going backwards 10 feet. Okay, and I'm dragging him with me as well. Yes, and you are actually being dragged into the flaming brush that is um, no longer flaming as the water crashes <laughs> against it. So you have dealt with a forest fire. Smokey is very proud. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Although that does uh, limit what I was planning on doing next turn. But that <laughs> is perfectly fine. Nella Sky, you were up in the turn order. Perfect. Um, I, uh, crack open my, uh, Bard's lowercase spellbook, uh, and so this has, I have three, um, uses of a a Bardic cantrip, um, and I, like, don't know how to use it yet, really, um, or, like, haven't really inspected it, but as I'm looking, uh, like, I'm just flipping through the pages, I see on the first page, there's just, like, script that just kind of shows up. Um, and it says, like, just at the top in this, like, um, um, uh, fancy script, it says, Vicious Mockery, um, and I read it, and then suddenly, um, just feeling like my mind is, 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 is sort of, like, entranced, and I just look at, um, Willem, and, uh, and just feel, like, this, this urge to mock him, um, and so, (laughs) I say, uh, you claim to be something great, yet here you are, bested by a sea-dweller on land, a forest-dweller in the plains, 
a halfling in wolf's clothing, and a shopkeeper far from his shop. And he, uh, so vicious mockery, he takes, uh, it's a wisdom saving throw, and if he fails, it's a 1d4 psychic damage, um, and he gets disadvantage on his next attack roll before the end of his next turn. Um, oh. So Bane, Bane is a concentration yeah. spell, but and concentration is broken on another concentration spell, or if I get damage, I have to roll a saving throw. Um, so Bane should still be active for the next um, nine turns, unless I break concentration somehow. Um, so my... These? I'm sorry, uh, yeah. No, just my spell save DC is 13. Oh, yeah, don't, don't you worry. These words are like poison on his ears. I want you to roll for damage. As he is suddenly... His arm that was once clawing at uh, Waka's walk his own to try to break free is covering one of his ears as he's shouting he's trying to drown out the sound this repetitive sound of you saying this over and over in his mind but he can't take it away all of his senses are completely clouded except for the sense of sound the sense of hearing being bombarded over and over again uh, it's too damage <laughs> relax <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Relax, buddy. It's all in your head. And you're short. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he gets uh, disadvantage on his next attack roll um, as well. Yeah, as if he wasn't already nerfed into the ground. Uh, man, this is this is a great boss fight, guys. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are killing it. Oswald, you are next in the turn order. Okay. Who am I closest to? That would be uh, Perrin. You're about five five feet away from each other. Perrin is a wolf. So I can still heal him even if he's a wolf? If I cast Cure Wounds, will it hit multiple people or will it just hit one person? Yes. Yeah, you can only cast it on one person. Um, I believe that right now um, you only have one cast of a main spell left because you cast Cure Wounds last time. Um, and I will also say healing him in his wolf form... Uh, is probably not super beneficial uh, as he'll just pop out pretty healthy um, in his normal form. Yeah, and I have 34 hit points right now, so... Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, so what happens when you when you die as a, as a animal? Do you... I, get, I just go back to my halfling form, so I'll, I'll have 11 hit points. Wow, you're great. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we need a halfling like you on our team. <laughs> I don't know if I want to cast Firebolt. Because Waka is like right there hugging him. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's just dragging him along. I mean, I, w- I will say um, that doesn't have like an explosion. So as long as you hit Willem. Well, for me, that's a lot to ask for. <laughs> as long. Aim as for you the hit. thing that's not a big shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for the smaller target. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easy. <laughs> okay, well, it can't hurt to try, right? Mm-hmm. It can only hurt one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, a lot better. So I got a 19. Yeah, yes. that's going to hit. Roll a 1d10. And I rolled a 9. Plus, did you add your thing? Okay, it's so plus 4. So you did uh, 13 points of damage. Holy crap, t- nice. Tell me, tell me how this looks. 
So it's going to be a lot similar to last time, but this time the bolt is a lot bigger. Oswald is a lot more confident and is really trying hard to hit his target and not Waka. So the blast is a lot more concentrated. Does it hit? <laughs> it it hits. A 19 for sure hits. Um, <laughs> also, you rolled a 19? Yep. So that's also the plus four. four. No, I think it's plus six. Hold on. Wait, I think you do more damage. You... You add, um, if you scroll down to where it says your spells, oh, yeah, you add plus six to both hit and to damage. So uh, you did more than that, actually. Um, 15? Yeah, you do 15 damage. Plus six? <laughs> wow, take it. Um, this bolt of fire strikes against him, and he coughs once again, but this time black ichor spews from his mouth, covering... <laughs> five foot feet in front of him and he is slumped in Waka's arms. He looks he's not bleeding, but to metagame, he looks bloodied. <laughs> and then Waka, as you have a bit of this gross icor on your arms, you're still holding on to him. What's next? Um ignoring the uh the icor there and um uh, having been shoved with him into the brush um i'm going to whirl him around and um uh, attempt to um i mean for for game purposes i'm going to use the shove action um but see if we can whirl him around and um uh, knock him onto the ground while still maintaining uh, joint control here on him. Uh, and so we're going to... At the end of the turn, are you are you shoving him to the ground and not holding on to him, or are you still holding Still on holding on to him. You're yeah, continuing yeah. to grapple? Grapple will still be maintained, okay. but we're just going to try to shove him prone is the actual action. But... Um, and... <laughs> Go me! That's another... Uh, 19 that I rolled. So if oh if that's a, if that's another athletics, then that's a 23. No, yeah, that's for sure. He's on the ground. He's essentially at your mercy. He's sort of ragdolling in your arms right now. All right, and oh oh oh, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. Um, and we don't have to adjust anything because I forgot and all that. But I have double damage versus grappled. So that nine that I did to him the oh, other yeah. turn. I think that should have been 18, but... You, you are... Nope, you're right. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot that was the whole reason why I was doing this <laughs> stuff. Um, and then we are going to ground and pound, baby. Uh, once again, use bonus action, key point, <laughs> flurry of blows. And I believe that uh, I now have advantage on him uh, with him being prone. Yeah. That you know what that sounds about right. Level two. I'm, All right. I'm not even a hundred percent sure, but I think I think I think so. Just with everything happening, even if you don't, you do. <laughs> so, oh, um, uh, go ahead. Just reading up on the the prone status. Any anyone who is uh, within five feet of the creature has advantage on an attack roll. Anyone outside of five feet has a disadvantage on an attack roll against a prone opponent. Oh, good to know. But the creature also has a disadvantage on their attack rolls. Oh, so he's he's rolling on a super disadvantage. Then. Yeah, he's not hitting anyone. <laughs> uh, also, in order to stand up from prone, he needs to use uh, 
movement speed, and grappling reduces his movement yep. speed to zero. So he's going to have to break out of that first before he's doing anything. And if I keep rolling this well, <laughs> hopefully that won't happen. But uh, first, oh, you first well, probably yes. Uh, first attack here I rolled was a uh, 20 uh, after my modifier, and the second one is a 24. All right, those are both going to barely okay, hit. Okay, all right, fantastic. And uh, we'll do both of those at the same. With the whole double damage dealing, do you want me to just roll damage as normal and then it gets doubled, or do you want me to roll double dice? Yeah, you can You can do that. Okay. You can do that. Okay. But then when you actually get dice, you can roll double dice because it's more satisfying. <laughs> okay, uh, but for my digital thing, since it doesn't matter, uh, with both of the attacks uh one of them was a one one of them was a two with my plus there so that'll be um five on one which gets doubled to ten and then four on the other which gets doubled to eight so total of 18. guys good job (laughs) wow (laughs) okay um, next in the turn order is going to be Parent. Yeah, he's still going. <laughs> this man is a stuff of I'm legend. Running, this is true. And I'm I'm aiming for uh whatever exposed part uh with bite. Gross. All right. So that is the first is uh thirteen, and the second is a fourteen. Yep, one of them's going to hit. Okay. All right. So that's two d six plus three. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. So you just unhinge your jaw and just snap down at his leg, and he just lets out this howl, reminiscent to the wolves that were slain, and he just—you can see him convulsing and shaking. As do you hold on? Do you? keep forward with the bite yeah and i, I want to use my like uh sense to like tell him in his mind like for my brothers as i'm biting it down onto his leg so as your voice appears in his mind he sort of stops and you can just see this grin on his face uh, and he looks down at you i want you to roll a wisdom saving throw Do I it's with the wolf? Do I? Use it's it? with the wolf modifier. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's not as good as if that was happening. That's eleven. <laughs> you hear Willem's voice in your mind, and he says, "I wanted to take the other biospore, but I think you will do just oh. fine." Oh, hold on. It says I have advantage on wisdom checks that rely on hearing or smelling. Is this this does nothing to do? <laughs> no, with this that. is. It's this is neither mind. one of those things. Damn it. Yep. Uh, and, have um, <laughs> he is going to take his turn. Nella Sky. Suddenly yes. there is a wolf charging towards you. As Perrin, your body is moving, not on its own volition, <laughs> sort of through Willem's clutches. Um, I want. What's your armor class, Mill Sky? 
Ooh, actually, uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to hit. <laughs> it is uh, 12. Yeah, that hits. Um, this... Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah? Uh, once per long rest when targeted by directed attacks or spells, I can use my reaction to roll 1d4 to add to my uh, armor class whenever I'm attacked until the end of your next turn. Um, I'm going to give you this one for free just so you don't waste it. You probably don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just take that. <laughs> All right. You're most likely, your reactions are a bit slower because you're being attacked by one of your friends. But just this wolf clomps down on you, right into your leg, and you feel an immense amount of pain. And now I want you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, saving throw. Uh, 17. Okay. So you can feel Willem in your mind. You can hear him in saying, I want you. Why don't you? Okay, I will let you live if you willingly give yourself to me. I will let Bicepore live if you willingly give yourself to me. It may not look it, but I have the advantage here. No, thank you. Then you will feel this pain. And you take seven points of damage from the bite. Ouch, that's half of my life. It's a good thing that we leveled up. <laughs> good thing. I think I should have maintained my wisdom from the halfling in Wild Shape. You, you get all of your stats from the um, animal that you transform into. Because I'm reading it saying... Um, Unless... You retain your alignment, personality, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. Oh, really? Oh. So I don't know if, if 15 would have made a difference, but it would it, have been a 15. Okay. Good to know for later on. It wouldn't have, but thank you. Now cool. now we don't need to undo history or anything. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, Nellis Guy, you take, what was that, seven points of damage? Yep. A hearty chunk. Sorry. hearty and chunk of mushroom. <laughs> Real quick, um, we're going to, with disadvantage, I suppose, uh, roll against you, Waka. Never mind. I'm just going to assume that you got that one for free because I don't think you can roll anything lower than what I just rolled. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He is trying to break free, and he sort of makes his body once again... He takes a deep breath in his body calms and he whispers you can hear him this isn't this isn't a trick of the mind waka you can hear him talking to you and he says i can do great things for you i know that you search for something if you allow me to touch your mind i can help you we don't have to do it this way you could become the greatest of your kind the strongest of your kind if you side with me you can see this bispore. This bispore is the greatest of its kind. And I will say, if you don't take up me up on my offer, you, you may be fighting them as well. I don't want anything to do with you, chum. <laughs> that was a very foolish mistake. Suddenly, this cloud, this cloud that had been above him, that was constantly above him, spreads. 
once again just as it did when the spell that consumed those wolves occurred. Perrin, even though you in your wolf form are right next to Nella's sky, and as this darkness spreads, you find your mind returning to you, and you sort of stare in bewilderment. You don't necessarily know what just happened. Your eyes, your senses had been cut out completely. But soon, despite being just a few feet away from Nella's sky, you lose them in the darkness. The world below you begins to glow, glyphs growing and spinning, shifting the ground like sand beneath all of your feet. Yet this time the glow is not yellow, not filled with sparks, but bubbling, a shade of purple that matches Nelisky's cap. With ominous laughter, <laughs> flashes of Willem's face appear before each one of you, dis disappearing as you would swing next towards them. And you can just hear his voice say, I am a god. Do you really think you're going to kill me? He is still grappled and he still is on the <laughs> ground. Um, <laughs> next in the turn order is Nellis Guy. There is, you can absolutely see nothing in front of you. Um, not even Perrin. With the exception of the purple glyphs on the ground. Okay. Um, I, I, Perrin is no longer eating my leg i assume <laughs> no okay um i uh my bad <laughs> i stand up and look around confused um at the glyphs i i guess i don't know if if we're still in combat right yes okay um i think you know i don't see anyone and i'm uh, dazed by the the fact that wolf parent just bit my leg and it hurt a lot <laughs> Um, and also I was dazed because the, um, the page from Bard's lowercase spellbook burst into flames after I had viciously mocked Willem, uh, which took me aback. But, um, I think there's just this kind of like, not, not calm. It's not calm at all. Um, but there's just this sense of like, um, aloneness and sort of like a regrouping, um, mentally. And so looking at the chunk that is missing from his mushroom leg, um, he decides to cast um, Mage Armor, which is uh, my second Eldritch Invocation is Armor of Shadows, which allows me to cast Mage Armor at will, which increases my AC by three for the next eight hours. Um, so that will be my action. And I uh, I think my as, as I do that and kind of regroup, um, I also call out, um, Perrin? And that's my turn. I will also let you know that, uh, for sure, you would have, um, as Willem entered your mind, you would have realized that this attack by Perrin was by Willem and not just a, a turn gone rogue. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I meant, uh, just more like, because he was the closest person next to me, um, and now I don't see him. Where is he? Also, uh, I have a feat as a bispore. Um, friendly Dark, heal 1d4 at the end of your turn if you have dealt or received melee damage since your last turn. So I'm going to roll a 1d4 and hope that some of my mushroom leg grows back. Alright, one one hit point comes back. <laughs> it helps. Anything else? You just see like one little mushroom like just grow out and like <laughs> try to connect the the joints of the missing chunk. And Oswald, it would be your turn, but instead, 
within this darkness, Waka, you sort of feel that your grip on Willem, it's not loosening, but just your arms are getting closer to your chest, almost as if Willem is sort of like becoming liquid and slipping out. And suddenly you're just not holding him at all. This darkness is just enveloping. You hear the sounds, these cracks of thunder. You hear these laughs and this black icor sliding across the ground. And all of a sudden, it's day again. Everything is back to normal. The brush still has a bit of flame. It's crackling. You can smell the smoke. But Willem is gone. And instead, the bispore sits still remaining there, unmoving, sort of devoid of emotion. The glyphs on the ground have been dispelled, and you can only assume that what this grand show, this grand display was, was his retreat, as you have bested him in combat. You are out of combat. What in the deeps was that all about? I fear I... Oh, all of you, an explanation. When I was speaking to Bispor, I felt... I felt Willem in my mind trying to... Not trying. He was stealing the the map from my mind as I remembered it. And I... I am sorry, friends. I lost control. I was enraged at this man's trespass into my mind and into the mind of Bispor. Uh, and speaking of Bispor, I'm also walking toward, well, I guess limping towards him, uh, or it, they, them, um, them, uh, and and will uh, will touch them uh, once I once I reach them, which might not be just yet, but wanting to interact and see how they are now. Bispor actually walks to you and makes up that distance, and as you are offering your hand to them, they offer their hand to you and take it. And the spirals of mushrooms grow, and you once again connect. Sibling, are you all right? You hear an echo. You still hear this hollowness, but then you hear... (laughs) And as you open your eyes, you see... These hollow eyes of Bispor are now full. It's almost as if someone has poured a cup and this yellow has filled within that empty space. And you can hear Bispor's voice in your head. Oh, I thank you, sibling. That was an adventure. Um... And I, I kind of um, um, am, am it really enraptured in, in the joy of, you know, of, of Bisport being back. Um, but I release them and, and ask um, aloud to, to Bisport, uh, Bisport, what, what can you tell us about anything? And Bisport laughed and said, my name is Barthol. And Nelliskai, you know that name. Ooh. Every Bispore knows that name. Barthol is one of the first six Bispores to ever spawn. Ooh. 
The legend goes that the first six biospores are some of the most powerful biospores in existence, ones that were granted with these amazing strengths. There were some that were given, one was given strength, one was very dexterous, but Barthol, Barthol was the wisest of them all. Thought to have been gone missing over 150 years ago. My name is Barthol. I apologize, but my mind was taken and I was used. Nearly 100... I, I forget the years, but a long time ago, Willem reached out and took my mind, took my body, and used me as a tool to unseal him. It was only very recently, months ago, that we were able to unseal him, and he has been going and defeating these powerful beings to absorb their strength so that he can gain strength once again. I am very happy that you all fought him in this state, because if he were at full strength, I fear that you all would not have made it. Sibling, welcome back. When, when have you last communed with the host? I know I asked him that last time, or asked him that last time, and it, Willem had said it was like six months or something, but I don't know if he was telling the truth. I have not connected with the host since I was possessed by Willem. And you know that if they are not connected to the host within 80 years, they die. But here you see Barthol alive after 150 years or so. Wow. Um... I am very much in need for something like that. So... If you could show me the way. Uh, Os Oswald, do you know... Do you know of a host spore? Uh, or I don't know what it's called. What would it be called? Like a... I don't know, a, a node of the host? or um, I think oftentimes they call them communals. communals. Oswald, do you, mm -hmm. do you know of any, any communals in the city? No, nodes sound way cooler. Let's okay. do nodes. <laughs> do you know of any nodes in the city? Would Oswald know about a node? I don't believe so. Um, I, I, just because Oswald doesn't know... Well, actually, roll a history check. There are roles for these things. I forget. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. Oh, yes. Goodness. Yes, you, would, you, have, you have heard of this before. Um, in the outer reach of town near the north. Um, so it's about probably an hour or two away from where you are. There is a, a node with a few biospores. Um, not many biospores come around here. This is information that you actually just learned from Sarai, um, who learned it from Rala very recently. As... Um, biospores are not common around here. This would have just been set up. I believe I heard Rolla telling me about a node in the northern side of town. It's about an hour away. It's relatively small, but still established. Do we want to go there now? Yes, please, if we could. Barthol, I cannot imagine what it must be like for, for them now. We must hurry. There is no need. I will find my own way. I have not 
wandered by myself in <laughs> a very long time. Very well, sibling. But before, before I go, and they place their hand on Nella Sky's head, and Nella Sky, you feel wisdom being imparted to you. And in fact, you feel just as if you've grown, as if you know more things. And for the next uh, few days, you are going to have advantage on wisdom uh, checks. Nice. And um, Barthol bows before you and says, Before I go, Willem is... Willem is evil. Do not believe a word that comes from his mouth. And Barthol goes and says, You all aren't very uh, loud, are you? <laughs> and laughs before petting Perrin and uh, leaving. He's just so cute and little. <laughs> <laughs> just this giant direwolf. <laughs> so yes, uh, Barthol, with, without commuting with most of you has left. <laughs> wow i think nellis guy is just in shock um yeah do you guys know who that willem guy was is yes all elves know him he was a scourge on the world a ghost story that we were told before bed i always hated hearing about him he killed entire villages and still marveling that we have all of our limbs how are we still alive right now how is he still alive right now you had a firm grip on him until the end. I think we all did very well for ourselves, considering our lack of history with one another. I'll say. Do I know what it was? Or, like, when he took my body? Do it, like... You know, like, do you... What do you mean by that? Like, do I know what happened? Like, did I see him taking my body? Or did I just, like, it just went black, and then all of a sudden I'm on top it of... Yes, it went black and you heard Willem's voice in your head. Uh, you get the sense that because you so gave him that pathway, um, it was a lot easier yeah. for him to hop in. So I'll transform back <laughs> to my halfling self so I can talk. <laughs> and uh, I'll just mention, I don't know how... But he took over my body without my ability to control it. And I apologize. <laughs> no, this guy, that was not me. I apologize. I know. I could feel Willem in my head when you bit my leg. All is well. And uh, I kind of rub. Of my leg. Um, and I'll say um, it happened after I tried to talk to him in his mind. I won't make that mistake again. Well, why don't why don't we take a breather and uh, get patched up a little bit here before we try to carry on to the woods? If he's still out there and he knows what the map looks like, I don't want him getting too much of a head start on us. Are you hoping to take a long rest or a short rest? Or just... I'd assume a short rest, but... All right. Depending on how much of the day um, is left. 
what I'm going to do is no, yeah, yeah, short rest is fine. Um, you all sort of hunker down and take a breather. So you all have been resting for a while, but not too long. The sun still hangs in the sky, but now it casts golden glows. This warmth bringing on your face as you walk away towards away from the forest. Um, feeling the sun on your face, you can actually realize like, oh, you're supposed to be going east. <laughs> you turn around and your shadows cast long on the ground as you walk towards the forest abroad. Nothing really happens on the way towards them. I'm sure you all talk amongst yourselves, but there are no other events, no other terrifying creatures from worlds past, no <laughs> boorish brutes looking to rob you of your coin. It is extremely uneventful. And soon you find your way into the woods, exactly where you need to be on your map. There are a collection of trees that you can push past, but eventually you walk up to this massive wall of brush, these very finely manicured, manicured beech trees. They're as tall as the sky and they branch out as far as you can see a separation between you and the deeper part of the forest. There are rings of vines, crocheted, knitted, and braided, falling from the sky to gently sway back and forth. A steady tug reveals that they are tied to the outjutting branches of the wall, almost too high to see, much less climb. The rest of the wall is stagnant and solid, like ivy grown on a stone wall. There are no segments that resemble a clearing, and no breaks in the trees. You are in this sort of clearing in between these tall trees and the outer rim of oak and you are faced with an immovable object how do we get in well, that's a good question chum anything on that map give a hint do i still have the map pulling uh i believe oswald has the map i have the map i believe so and pulling out the map reveals where you are there is a heart and there's a tombstone this was the circled path are there any animals around why don't you roll in uh, a perception check and in fact all of you can i don't see jack <laughs> uh 14 at 20 15 waka maybe it's because you are not native of this area but seeing something as marvelous as splendid as this you do you've never seen anything like this before like this is this type of forest is grand these manicured trees that reach towards the sky it's it's almost too much for your little salic heart <laughs> as for nella sky it's so beautiful <laughs> as for nella sky this is another tuesday or what other day we decided it was when we uh were beating down henrin so Nella Sky, you look around and you can immediately see there are a few things that are different about this forest. Other than you being in this clearing in between these massive trees and these random oak, you can see a gravestone. And something that you notice is that it's eerily quiet. You can't hear anything other than your own breath, your footsteps. There are no chirping birds. 
there are no rustling animals. And in fact, <laughs> unfortunately for Perrin, you can't sense any animals around at all. It's, it's almost as if you all are just completely alone. <laughs> That's unsettling. <laughs> so it's a bunch of trees and tree limbs, and there's just this wall, right? This, this wall of like manicured trees. Um, it's almost as if there's like a solid uh, stone wall with just ivy grown over it, but you can tell that, no, these are like the leaves of trees, the branches of trees. And um, in between, you see that gravestone. Sorry, did you say we heard footsteps? The only footsteps that you heard are your own. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. And in fact, as you go to the gravestone, it, will you examine it? <laughs> yep. Safe to assume, I thought. <laughs> and it's fallen over. But as you hoist it up, you can see that there is an empty crystal heart there's a hole at the top that sort of funnels into this crystal heart and it can be filled with a multitude of things you can see that there is lettering in the front and it looks like half of it has been scratched off but you can see four letters t e r i the rest of the stone has been sort of worn away by weather and age and perhaps even someone striking against it you can see these cracks in the right side where the letters are the most worn are those letters listed vertically are they like spaced out horizontally they are horizontally almost as if it is saying the name of the person with the last few letters scratched out going by the spacing any certain number of letters that it looks like we're probably stuck to the end anywhere between two to four okay Mm -hmm. and there's a hole with like a, a channel such that one could pour something into the hole and fill a crystal heart yes yes this scenery is just the cat's pajamas <laughs> is... I don't know what to make of this is there any way we could roll like um, a perception check or like a history check to see if we can tell what whose grave it is or what to do with it? Mm, maybe rolling an investigation check would give you more information. All of us? Anyone, yes. 13. Okay, that's a four. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to see if I could climb these trees. So I want to turn into a giant spider and climb up these trees and see what I can see. When you transform, do you like warn us or do you just like, oh my God, there's a spider. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like I just kind of do my own thing. But uh, I mean, I guess as I'm going away, I'll be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay you can do that um as for real quick though the investigation check that everyone made or everyone yeah made. i rolled a 19 and i have a plus six so i have 25 that is definitely going to do it as you look towards at it you can see that there are these it looks like there's almost a little bit of liquid in it and it looks like this blue liquid that's shimmering and as you see it, it's almost as if 
as you acknowledge it, you can hear the bubbling of a brook off in the distance, about probably 400, 500 feet away. Also in this clearing, just a little bit further down. Before we check that out, um, you make your way up, up these trees, and you cannot find a single penetrable point. As you climb to the top, you're very surprised to see that it's almost as if this forest has been encapsulated by a box. The same sort of like stone, quote unquote, wall, which is just the myriad of trees and branches, stretches as far as you can see. And you get the impression that this is probably surrounding the entire forest. It's like a cage of trees. Hmm. Okay. And you also get the impression that even if you tried to dig your way down, these roots would stretch just as far as these trees are going up. Mm. As you look down, you can actually, you can barely see your friends. It's not like these trees are 20 feet up in the air. No, you are extremely high in the air. Got it. All right. I want to, uh, what is it called? Uh, use, repel? Yeah, I want to repel using my web, just like <laughs> commando style, just whoop, 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 <laughs> until I get back down to the ground. And... Well, I'm sure your party is traumatized. <laughs> Depths rising. Will you give us some warning before you turn into something like that? <laughs> before you turn into a land octopus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My bad. <laughs> My bad. That's it. That's all you get. You're giving me the heebie jeebies with that hairy land octopus thing. <laughs> you don't like that form, huh? All, all you land critters are amazing, but they're supposed to stay in the same shape. <laughs> I uh, I tell him uh, what I found. You know, I think this this forest is containing itself in this almost tree box. So there's no way <laughs> there's no way up there to get in. We'll have to find another way. Plus, neither none of us can transform into a spider like you can. Though I suppose you could hoist us up on your webbing. Yeah, I figured I might be able to get you up there somehow, but again, there's nothing up there. Oswald, do you see anything? I was going to ask, is Perrin talking as a spider right now? Or did you change back? No, I tran- I transformed that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you asked if I see anything? Yeah. It looks like this tombstone needs to be filled with something. I'm not entirely sure, but... It sounds like there's a creek nearby. Uh, do we hear the, the creek now that she mentioned it? Uh, no, only Oswald can hear it. Do I know where it's coming from? Yes, it's about 400, 500 feet away. Is that a lot of feet? Depends on if you're a human or a centipede or... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just start heading that way. That seems important. The creek does. I Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I should probably let everybody else know though before I just start leaving. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I know where it's coming from. If if you all want to follow me, lead the way, Slim. <laughs>
we follow. You all break through the trees and Oswald, you see something that I'm going to just say no one else can. As you walk up towards this babbling brook, like everyone else just sees this wonderful brook that is flowing and just darting through rocks and it's a beautiful sight to see, but you see something more. You see three little sprites, little little buddies running around, made out of water, jumping at each other, tossing rocks at each other. And one by one, they turn and look at Oswald. Huh? And then Oswald hears this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he'd know what to do. Is it something that I can understand, or are they just, like, making random noises? Oh, they're talking to you, but I don't think you, uh have water sprite in your learned languages uh, <laughs> let me double check yeah, yeah. uh no ah yeah you got the wind sprite is that <laughs> uh yeah so, this water sprite walks just sort of swims up to you and goes and splashes your face with water and all of you you see randomly a bit of this brook just splashes forest and hits oswald in the face you don't see these sprites but you just see them get us or him get assaulted with water what was that you are you are wet (laughs) (laughs) and all of a sudden um everyone roll a dexterity saving throw with the exception of oswald oswald you see what's about to happen Uh so you can step out of the way 14 uh 21 i have a seven (laughs) (laughs) so Perrin, you're the only one who <laughs> sort of gets affected by this as as um, both Waka and Nella Sky sort of can see that the, the stream is sort of pushing itself backwards and all of a sudden it splashes <laughs> against you. It just absolutely drenches you. Do I think it came from Oswald? Do I even know what happened? <laughs> you're not sure. It's just suddenly this river is just, this brook is just assaulting you. <laughs> I think I would I'd probably blame Oswald. <laughs> this is the babbliest brook I've ever seen. <laughs> I-, I swear that wasn't me. What is going on? In Oswald, you just hear, as all three of them are bouncing and jumping around and dancing. Very excited. Can I, like, try to talk to them and ask what they want from me? For sure. What does that look like? Okay. What do you say? Bat. <laughs> <laughs> They, all three of them sort of get up real close to your face and in harmony and they sort of bounce and then one of them like holds out the one on the edge holds out their right arm the one on the other edge holds out their left arm the one in the middle holds out both of their arms can i roll um something (laughs) yeah yeah why don't you roll either an investigation or arcana check I'll tell you, they're both going to be pretty low, so. Oh, it doesn't matter. I have the same amount of... Okay. Well. Um, I got a two, but plus six, so I rolled... Like I said, it's a pretty low roll. Uh, they they want you to hold out your oh. arms. Okay. So Oswald will very hesitantly, like, look around at everyone else and then hold his arms out. And none of the other people can see these little sprites until they make contact with with oswald and suddenly 
Oswald, you were holding two water sprites, and the other one runs up onto your shoulder. <laughs> and they are dancing oh. up all on you. And all of them, all of you can see these dancing water sprites moving their shoulders and arms, sort of just dancing to a, a song. And as, as, the, uh, <laughs> as they're dancing, this brook is dancing as well and sort of starts to spin. And you can see these lines of water and it looks like they're following Oswald. Where did they come from? They've been here the whole time. They just popped up on your arms and shoulders, but they can boogie. Yeah, what kind of dancing up on me are they doing? Well, they're just like moving their arms and just moving their like their body. Their it's a very upper body movement, sort of like very flowy, sort of flowing like water. They're throwing you know? it back. <laughs> no, no twerking. <laughs> Flowing like they water. Very beautiful. <laughs> like twerking. They all go and sort of point towards the direction you just uh, walked from while still dancing. Now that we can see them, can we hear them too? Or is it still just Oswald? Yes, all of you can hear them. Now this guy sort of, uh, sort of dances along. Are they something that Perrin could communicate with? Or are they not technically animals? Yeah. Not technically animals. Can I try to talk to them using my fae slash sylvan language? Sure. Hey there, buddies. What's going on? New friends! New friends! New friends! Is that a fae well, or sylvan? Oh, yeah. So you hear it, too. Um, say, everybody! New friends! New friends! They're all saying this at the same time while dancing. Um... And then they point forward and say, put the water in the heart. <laughs> well, they're friendly enough. New friends, new friends, new, new, new friends. <laughs> Can I try to like mimic their dance a little bit here? And for sure to join in with Nellis guy. Oh, is he doing the dance too? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just wringing out oh, yeah. my shirt saying, what is going on? <laughs> They say that our, our new friends, they meep, are directing meep, us to meep, put meep, water into the tombstone. Meep, 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 meep. Come, Perrin, meep, dance meep, along with us. It's meep, fun. Meep, 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 do, I, do I have meep, enough meep. water on me to, like, rinse it? <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> into this stone? Like, is this enough? So, actually, the river is... The babbling brook has flowed and is following Oswald. The entirety of this river is spiraling in sort of like a cyclone motion, very thinly, almost like you rat tail a towel, following Oswald. Don't look now, but I think you have made a new wet friend. A new wet friend. I'm, I'm not sure I like it. Um, <laughs> beep, did... beep, beep, beep. <laughs> did Perrin fill the, the heart? No, so... um. The, as you all approach the tomb, the water that's following you crashes into the heart and it fills and all of a sudden you hear boom, 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 boom. And the grave shakes as the tree line opens. As you look forward, you can see the trees, the ground is shaking as the trees are parting. Like the, like the sea, not just like spreading across like a curtain, but falling over. You can see how tall these trees are as you are invited in by the form of a fawn. 
the little dancing guys are still hanging out and one of them walks up or the one that's already on oswald's shoulder goes meep meep which um nella sky and waka you understand to be uh to oswald would you like to learn our language what was it would you like to learn our language oh but i can't i don't know what they're saying no oh they're offering to teach you how to speak water me yep me me they like you quite a bit chum i i suppose that would be all right and the one that's sitting on your shoulder all of a sudden you know when you take a shower and you get water in your ear that's the feeling you get as it hops right in horrible feeling and all of a sudden (laughs) all of a sudden you're like ugh, you're trying to knock it out and it sort of it's fine you know it's like you're back to normal but then you can hear new friends new friends as the other two are dancing um the other two actually walk up your arms and solidify into one and sit right on your shoulder and say i'm coming with you (laughs) (laughs) well this is unexpected you now have a new friend so we have this like new little traveler companion (laughs) you have this new little traveler i have a new traveler What's its name? Waka and I can understand, but Perrin can't. <laughs> yeah, and Devon uh, goes and waves and says, Oh, oh, it would seem that the water elementals have um, joined you. Very good. Um, the grass ones get a bit... Uh, <laughs> let's just say I'm happy that you got the water ones. Um, why don't you all come in with me? Uh, I'm assuming... So here's the thing. If you are good enough of a person to be accepted uh you are welcome into the forest but we have to go right now because this for this this is about to close up in about a minute so chop chop let's get to it let's go through the trees you all follow through this fawn introduces themselves and says my name is rustle i am the right hand man of king alan fear um, you are here, I'm assuming, to help with the problem that we have, correct? What? <laughs> the reason why we have closed off the woods? The demon that is possessing these woods? The beast that must be slain? I, I can only assume... I'm sorry, that's, that's very well. I can only assume that that's why you're here. Demon? Demon, yes. There's no other word to call him other than beast and every single curse word under the sun. He didn't. He did introduce himself. What did he say his name was? I'm not going to say his name. No offense to all of you, but that's sort of one of those things like names have power, especially in the woods of the Fae. So we are not going to do anything like that. I can bring you to King Alanthir, though. Can I roll a persuasion check? Go for it. Thirteen. Um, he says, you know, I, I think that I'm still not going to share. I, I, I admire your, uh, what's the word? Your sense of journalism, but I... Journalism? <laughs> I don't know what the what the word is. Um, but it's, it's just a bit too scary. I am not powerful enough to deal with him. And, um... Let's just say that uh, we have to make sure you are. Uh, would you like to go and speak to King Alanthor, Alanthir immediately? 
that sounds like the thing to do. I don't think anyone outside the woods even knows what's going on. Oh, well, then let's speak with them immediately. And all of you enter this almost like kingdom of wood. You can see these houses that have been built out of these trees, these extremely thick trees. In fact, it's almost as big as a house, some of these trees. There are these other wooden structures. There are these halls, this banquet hall that is open, opened walls, but you can smell this amazing scent, these mixture of herbs and deer. It's just this amazing smell that's really enticing you in. But all of you walk past that to the grandest building of them all. And as you walk in, you can smell a different scent. You can smell meat that maybe some of you aren't familiar with. You can smell spices that maybe some of you aren't familiar with. And this is not a, oh, Nella Sky would know them because of the forest. This is a, these are some pretty rich smelling things. As you walk in, you can see there are a collection of fawn. I believe uh, Seder is what I was actually thinking with fawn. But you can see there are a collection of these fawns. There are orcs. There are elves. And they're all battling each other with wooden swords as this throne. This person sits upon a throne laughing, a hearty laugh. As you look up, you see who you can only assume to be the king. King Alanthir. Half centaur half orc and he looks down at you and says <laughs> welcome welcome all of you this is a very wonderful thing to have such warriors in my presence you must have been fighting tooth and nail please drink eat be merry and he invites you to eat and uh, while you are in this hall, uh, as you're eating, you are, this is going to be considered a long rest, even if it's not going to take that long. Yes. So you are going to be going back to full hit points. You're going to be able to cast all your spells. And uh, Oswald, why don't you pick your two um, incantations that you want to use for the next uh, um, time? I'll do replicate magic item. And... Uh mind sharpener okay so with a uh, replicate magic item you get to choose the magic item um that you want to make um i sent you a little bit of a list earlier but why don't you if you don't want to do anything on that list tell me a sort of general idea of what you want and i will see what i can do right now yes um for replicate magic item does it have to be something that i already possess no, no. So you can basically tell me what sort of item you'd like, and if it's within the what I within what I think your strength would be, I'd be able to grant it to you. I want to make my goggles magic. Okay. Um, so with that, we can either give it so you'd have a bonus on perception that you'd have um, a bonus on perception. You could have a bonus on getting advantage on attacks while wearing them or you can do like night vision which you already have dark vision so it would just improve your dark vision. i already have night vision so i'm gonna say maybe improving perception would be nice okay so um tell, tell me what this little enchantment looks like um i feel like it would give them like a nice little sheen to the um the glass that you see through and um 
I don't think that the leather would change at all. They're a pretty worn pair of brown goggles, but um, the lenses just look a little like sh more shimmery than they maybe are meant to. Fantastic. As for Mind Sharpener, um, you are going to enchant that on your own robes, I'm assuming? Yeah. Great. So that lets you, uh, when you fail a constitution saving throw uh, to maintain concentration on a spell, uh, you can use the reaction to expend one of this item's charts to succeed instead. Um, wonderful. That's going to be exciting. So all of you are standing in the king's court, and he stands up, this hulking brute, absolutely ripped. He isn't wearing any shirt as his just chest is bare with a bandolier over a bandolier that holds a lot of different salves and it looks like there are a few very dangerous looking sacks on there and he says my friends please eat tell me all about your journeys you are the first adventurers that are here the first ones the very first no one else has heard our cry no one else has passed the test to enter into the forest after all it is sealed with a very, very powerful magic. Not a single soul with evil in it can enter. Well, that is on paper, anyway. And he looks kind of over at Waka. And he says, anyway, please eat. And as you eat, I will tell you the situation, yes? Thank you for your hospitality. This food, it smells delightful and it tastes twice as good <laughs> eat away i'm i'm a little bit lost was he making a, a paper making pun or something or i thought you would get it as he looked at you while he um said it oh uh, whatever i'm hungry then it's as good you eat a little bit ago i let this the forest was very open we let anyone in and we let a man in who was terrifying to look at his hair the color of the night long and flowing this flowing outwards to show him of this strength like a cape down past his waist his arms were like that of a bear and his eyes they were terrifying I wish to let you know, this demon that came into my court, cursed be his name, and it spits at the ground, killed both one of my own, and holds his hand out to Oswald, I'm assuming one of your own. You are from the village, correct? I, I am. Then I am very sorry, but one of them was laid. Their name was Arkan. You would know Arkan. Arkan is was um the daughter of the baker. Um not the main baker, but one of the lesser known bakers who helps out. Uh, Arkan is is a little bit older than you, but has only recently started going into the forest to harvest this paper. You would have interacted with her. Aww. How were they killed? With powerful magic and even stronger arms. I said these arms were like that of a bear. 
clawing through, taking lives as if they were nothing. It, it was almost as if it was a game to this demon, to this devil. He held the lives of my comrades and just stripped them away. No disregard. It was said that only the strongest will survive. And I am very surprised that all of us survived. Which makes us the strongest. And everyone goes, ah, and they start drinking again. But they didn't, like, beat him, though, did they? After taking a few lives, he left towards the north of the forest. When you are well-rested, you are more than welcome to go and check it out. And you're sure he's still here in the woods? We have absolutely the only time that the woods has opened is to let you in. You are the only ones who have passed the test. The only opening, you know, letting us in means he wouldn't have been able to get out. Absolutely not. You enter to the east, he is on the north. There is no way that he has escaped. I can feel his evil every single night, glaring at me from where he sits. We have sent out spies. He has not moved. Does he have any friends in the forest, or is he merely alone in his power? He is very alone. The only friend he has is the weight of the death of my friends. Any idea what would have brought him here in the first place? This is the number one production of paper. This magic paper. What better way to gain merit than come straight to the source and steal the paper to make the pages? Hmm. To be fair, we do not make the paper. We cut the trees, we supply the ink, so technically there would still be a few steps, but if they had the right machinery, he could easily make the paper. Well, we certainly can't let someone like that become king. No, for sure not. This individual, this was not Willem by any chance. Willem? We, I am. We met a powerful being. Uh, we fought this being, and he was trying to get in. But I just want to make sure that he is not the same, same as you say, is in the forest here. For they both seem to have dark, a darkness and and a great power about them. Um, cutting through his explanation, uh, no, they're not the same. Uh, Willem has not been able to enter the forest yet, as far as you know. There's two giant bad guys we have to worry about. Maybe we can pit them against each other. He says, have you all had enough to eat? Have you feel rested? Are you ready to go? I apologize, I'm just very angsty to get this demon out of my forest. We will test our strength. And I pray that you will win. And the same fawn that was helping you earlier, Restel, goes and ex escorts you out. And as you walk out, you can see um, a few people that you know, Oswald, walking past from the dining hall into the back end of the throne room that you were just in. But they don't seem to notice you as you walk out. As you make your way towards the outer rim of town, he stops. This fawn stops and he says, I, I am not going to take another step forward closer. Um, you are more than welcome to head down that path. And he turns towards, points towards the north. And you, he will be on the west. And he sort of takes a step back and says, 
I pray for you. I, I, is anyone else quite concerned that they're just throwing us to the metaphorical wolf here? Oh, believe me, he's worse than a wolf. And he runs away. <laughs> uh, mu- much, much obliged there, chum. Yes, this is all quite disconcerting. I f- I, I'm not sure which fight will be worse, the one we just had or the one... No, I think I am sure which one will be worse. I am worried. But this is why we are here in the forest. So... It's true, and who knows, if this guy is still here, they might not let us out again anyway. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, They are not going to open up the forest until this guy is dealt with. I miss my shop. Is is the water elemental still... Riding Still along vibing. on Oswald. Yeah, they have they have ascended oh, into one. I forgot and about he's him. just sitting on Oswald's right shoulder. Still kinda just still kinda vibing. Um, Does he have a name? What do you want to name him? I get to name him? Mm-hmm. What's the what what's the name of your little water buddy there? Uh, you can choose later if you'd like. <laughs> I'm looking around my room <laughs> for things. Words that sound interesting. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll name him later. Okay. I like the name later. And then sort of like laughs and <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and to me, it's still just like, yeah, still. <laughs> okay, you are on this path and he has described exactly where you need to go to find this guy. What do you do? There's four of us. One of him. Pretty good odds. And that friend that they mentioned, which was the crushing weight of guilt or something. Yeah, thankfully, we don't have that on our side. I look around, and uh, my glance uh, lingers on, on Perrin. <laughs> Seems just edgy enough to have some guilt. Perrin is quite edgy. Do I do I sense any animals here inside of this forest? Yes. Yes, you do. Um so you actually sense a lot and you sort of get the idea that the reason that you sense so many in here is that the animals have been trapped in here as well and haven't been able to leave um so there's a lot of animals you can hear a lot of birds shouting at each other is there a way i could try to like find something uh, some animal with a little more substance that could potentially uh maybe help us what type of animal you're looking for like anything specific? uh i mean something that could attack uh whatever we run into <laughs> um what spell would you be using to is it just speak with animals yeah or? i mean the, the speak with animals is like a potential to have them uh oh i guess a small favor i guess attacking someone is not that small of a favor <laughs> yeah that's, that's a bit of a hey real quick uh <laughs> do you mind killing the big big Just bad for small us thing, little <laughs> tiny thing go bite him real quick <laughs> okay never mind then. um so do you well just... if, if there is a bird uh nearby maybe i could get some information about this person sure. um mm-hmm. So is is there any bird that I'd be able to? There are a lot. The closest one is going to be a bluebird. All right, yeah. So I'll go. Uh, I'll do speak with animals. Use that spell slot. That'll be a good use of a spell slot. And 
See if I could get some information from this bluebird. So you just hear chirp, 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 chirp. And then I was saying, I was saying, hey, nobody's going to mess with my nest. My nest, my nest. Everybody knows that. Everyone wants to be in my nest, in my nest, in my nest. Yes. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hey, you see that little short stack down there? It looks like that little short stack's listening in on our conversation. That's not really cool. That's not really cool at all. Hey, 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 little short guy. What you doing? And uh, Bluebird flies down. Sorry to uh, interrupt your stimulating conversation. Uh, just uh, traveling through these parts, I'm trying to see if you know anything about this creature or man or something up north. That man, the sitting man? Yeah, I know that man. That man, the sitting man. Everyone knows that sitting man. That's the man. That man. He's the man that's sitting. It's a sitting man. He's sitting. <laughs> I'm just going to, whoever's closest to me in my party, I'm just going to say, like, this guy's annoying. <laughs> like, uh, and then <laughs> he's sitting. How long has he been sitting? Sitting there for? for a long time. A long time. Sitting there a long time. Everyone's scared to approach him. To approach him. But I approach him. I'm the bravest bluebird of them all. Bravest bluebird of them all. Are you? And did he do anything when you approached him? No, no. I'm very brave, very strong, very scared of me. I'm the strongest bluebird of them all. Strongest, strongest. He sat in fear. Interesting. And he hasn't moved from that spot. Not at all, not at all, not at all. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> how far is he from here? Not far, not far. Especially for a cool bird like me. Just flap, flap, flap. You, no wings. No wings for you. No wings. Have to use tiny feet. Tiny feet. Feet walking. Walking feet. A little bit. Can I, uh, what does it sound like, what does it sound like, like, when Perrin talks to the bird? Do we, are, are we hearing him speak in common or in bird? Um, I mean, it says I can verbally communicate, so I'm, I'm assuming I'm chirping right along with, with the bird. Honestly, that's hilarious. Um, you know, just for the duration of this. I'm just like, um... <laughs> This is one strange fellow we are traveling with. About five minutes, five minutes of walking, five minutes, not for me, not for me. Way faster flying, way fast fly. If you had wings, maybe you could, but I'm the best bluebird, the best Ooh, one. Yeah, Even if you were a bluebird, slow, you'd be huh? slow. This guy's a jerk. Um, and then I guess the last thing I'll ask is, is, have you seen anything else or anyone else? Or is this the only, only person you've seen up there? Only person, only person. Everyone else is scared of. But but deer, deer does come. Deer comes. Bear, bear comes. Bear comes. Bear did come. Fox came. Mm, mm. Big bird came. Did not like. Flew away. Very scared. But I'm very brave. Still very scared of bird. Big bird. Very giant. Bigger than you. Well, thank you for uh, enlightening me to how brave you are. Very brave. You want me to stand on, on man? Stand on sitting man? To prove how brave? Sure, go go point him out, and and when we get there, I'll 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 know it's how brave you are. Very brave, the bravest, and flies away, uh, towards the direction of the north. <laughs> You're about a five minute walk. Okay, so I tell him, I tell my my party, my crew. I say it's about five minutes away. Uh, you think we're ready for this? Maybe we should. Uh... Take it slow, see if we can get the jump on him. Is perhaps what we are looking for, or what 
your bird friend was talking about a statue of some kind? It seems odd that a man would just be sitting for a long time and allow even a brave bluebird to sit on him. That's possible, but until we go, we won't know. So I vote that we, like, sneak our way up there, depending on how sneaky we can be. Sounds good to me. Scope him out. Yeah. You want to roll some stealth for me, all of you? I have a seven. I have a seventeen plus three. Seventeen. Oh no! <laughs> who who would have thought that a seven foot seven inch shark man in the woods wouldn't be very <laughs> stealthy? <laughs> he just falls over and just starts flopping. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a six, so it's not like I rolled a one, but <laughs> the, the six is not very good. He did better than a five. <laughs> I don't know how the halfling is the <laughs> least stealthy. <laughs> the the halfling druid in the woods, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like chirping my head off. Like that is actually very, very close to what is happening. Oswald, you are very much used to being so much of an introvert, hiding in the shadows, passing through. So you're doing no problem, kicking butt. Parent. It's not that you are making a lot of noise. It's that the bluebird has come back and is <laughs> chirping around and flying around you and saying, very brave, just uh, just sat there, very brave, sat on him, sat on him real good, did not move, very brave, the bravest of all birds. I told you to stay there, stay there. Got bored, got bored. We're coming. Very fun to hang out, very <laughs> fun, very fun. Very loud shark. I'm just like, when does this spell end? <laughs> Very hang. <laughs> Do you want leave? Want me leave? Want me go? I get the feeling that I think the deities that I can't understand that verse. Wonderful. <laughs> Continue talk about nest. My nest is great. Oh, Everyone wants my nest. My nest. <laughs> <laughs> so you all walk forward for a while and you can tell that you are about to turn the corner to to where this person is. The bluebird has left, getting quite bored with you after a few minutes, but you can see that there are a lot more animals. You can see there is a buck with a massive horn that are just, I'm sorry, massive antlers that are spreading out, and he's sitting with a family of deer. You can see foxes all nuzzled together, bunnies. All of these animals, they are all coinciding together and they're near this grove right near the entrance surrounding it almost the entrance is clear a very open path and it would seem that the less dangerous animals are not guarding the path but near the path the more dangerous the sleeping bear that you can see is off a little bit in the distance and you seem to be a lot more safer near the path than off of it Okay. And am I still have the spell going? It says it lasts for 10 minutes. So I don't know if it's been 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so you would be able to speak with these animals. All right. If you'd like. So I just, you said the closest one is like deer and fawns and. Yeah. There's some deer. There's some bunnies. All right. So I try not to be, you know, too aggressive and say, hello, friends. What is it you seem to be? around is there something special calmed by the spirit of the woods 
spirit of the woods the spirit of the woods and as one all of the animals turn and it's not like they are possessed or anything it's just like they all are looking towards the entrance of the grove and looks back and says you hear a multitude of voices say we are very thankful thankful very thankful do you go in to see the spirit of the woods if the spirit of the woods wishes one has asked he has asked several of us to grace him with our presence as we are graced with his the spirit of the woods is kind and brings peace amidst this terrifying prison mm, do these friends that are graced to come in come out yes all right um i relay the message to my my team and ask them should i ask anything else certainly doesn't seem as scary as the king was making it out to be animals seem to have a pretty good sense for these sort of things i go back and ask what would happen if we were to enter of our own accord we do not speak for the spirit of the woods, but the spirit of the woods is kind. Kind, kind. As many animals chime in. Parent, ask ask what they think of King Elantir, if they know of him. Okay, I relay the message. Hunts, kills, eats. Thus is life, but still, life is taken from us, us, us. Hooves like us, yet heart and mind of man. Doesn't sound like they're a big fan. <laughs> uh, I asked the deer, are, are you not afraid of the bears and the wolves? The spirit of the woods calms us mm. all. That's not natural. <laughs> um, all right, so should we go in? We have come this far. Might as well. No turning back now. Is it blocked? Are they, are they, are the animals blocking the entrance? Nope. And the only thing that is blocking your vision is some hanging ivy. Do you all enter? I'm scared too, but okay, I guess. <laughs> yes. Turning the corner, you come across a man sitting amidst a myriad of plants. And Oswald and Perrin, you've never seen so much green with the cold mountainside of Minas and the just dark shop. This is new. A canopy of leaves is drifting slowly in the wind overhead. Fireflies begin to glow, the nighttime ushering in a foxtrot, the melodic sounds of buzzing insects and chirping frogs harmonizing with the chime of the wind. Hanging ivy lines the branches like tapestries, spiraling forward to present a blue-bloomed orchid in front of Nelliskai's face, a sort of peace offering. The man looks like a statue, with moss spread across his armor, his legs intertwined with the roots of a tree, seemingly connecting him to the massive tree trunk that he sat upon. His face is hidden behind his draping hair, as his head is bowed in contemplation. He does not move as you enter. Can I go inspect him a little bit, uh, a little bit closer? Okay. How close are you going to get? How how big is the clearing? 
it's quite big. You'd say about 30 feet, uh, 30 feet by 30 feet. He's sitting directly in the middle. Um, there's still, there is a canopy of uh, leaves overhead, blotting out the sky. Where's that blue jay when you need him? <laughs> is, is, uh, uh, to be named later, reacting at all to being in this area? Oh, little guy? Yeah. Still just doing his thing, dancing on Oswald's shoulder. <laughs> Same same speed and tempo or mm-hmm. everything. Just just okay, straight by so unaffected, mm-hmm. unaffected. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, I guess I'll go up and try to inspect him. I guess within. Okay. Was he? Did the orchid? You're saying like, did it look like it was presented to us, or like it to to you, Nellis guy? Yes, like like a gift. Does it does it appear like I should pluck it? <laughs> if you'd like. Uh, all right. While he's moving up, I, uh, I at least grab it and, and make to pluck it. As you pluck it, the wind sort of whistles in the trees, and you hear a <laughs> creaking as this man who's sitting there sort of tilts his head a little bit. This creaking is as if he's been sitting, like, been covered in stone with cracks and and the creaking of rusty armor. And his face is still covered with his hand, but his head tilts more towards Nelliskai's direction. So as I'm walking closer, there's no reaction to me at all? Nope. Uh, All right. And, yeah, I guess, can I roll to see if I notice anything on him or anything important. Alright, what should I... Investigation, probably. Uh, 19. He has a large cloak that's covering most of him, um, but he's sitting on this massive tree trunk. These roots have intertwined with his legs, and clasping this cloak together is a pin a golden pin it shimmers in the light and it's a rose a golden stem and you can see very sharp looking thorns with ruby petals and this cloak is is i could tell it's like a cloth cloak it's like it's not like a stone or anything yes no it's a Hmm. it is cloth do we see any uh the was the king saying that he had stolen a lot of that paper when when he had been attacking and killing the people he said that that was why he assumed that he was there um but not that he stole anything okay so there's no items around or no not even any weapons you don't see any weapons on him anywhere around do i notice anything about the orchid at all it where is your bard's spellbook? Um I think I've been like right now it's just kinda tucked under my arm. Okay. So I'm assuming you've sort of held the bloom to your face or you're just holding your examining it examining it, correct? Yeah. In your hands you feel this dew pouring from it 
and it lines up your arm until it connects to the book. And you can feel the book sort of grow hot under your arm. Um, does, how hot? It just like kind of warm and stops, or does it keep getting hotter and hotter? Quite warm. Yeah, not 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 very not intense, but very very warm. <laughs> like you're holding onto a hot pack. Uh, I I pull. I guess I open the the book. Earlier, you had four pages, the one that held your name, and three more pages for the spells. Then one burned. Now you have four once again, as the final page has been replaced by a solid green page. It, does it say anything? Is it just a page of green? Just a page of green. I, I tell the party what just happened. Um, I ask uh, Os Oswald, Oswald. Could you take a look at this page and see if you notice anything? Uh, yeah, hand it here. And should I roll for investigation or something? Yeah, r r actually, no. Immediately, as Oswald, as you look at this page, you recognize it. This is paper from the Forest Abroad. This is paper that you interact with all the de all of the time. Whenever you go and you solidify and say, yes, this is official paper, you know this is exactly the feel of it in your hands. It's just you've never seen it dyed green before. Is that all I notice about it? Yes. Is there no writing on it or anything? No, none at all. It feels very natural in your hand, though. It feels more like you're holding a leaf than a piece of paper. This paper feels like the paper that I work with in my shop. Though it's not written on like the papers I'm used to. I suppose that makes sense, since this is the Forest of Broad, and you work with paper of Broad, correct? That is correct, yes. You can hear a loud sigh coming from the form, the hulking form. No movement, just a loud sigh. Uh, I'm going to go back to the, you said it was like a, a clasp or a pendant, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll... I'll do detect magic <laughs> and see if there's anything coming off of it or off of this creature thing. The same feeling that you got in Sylvester's store before it was transformed is exactly what you're feeling. It's it's this alien feeling. It's It's not the same alien feeling, but it's the same type of feeling. You feel completely out of your element. And... As you cast this magic, you hear another sigh as his arms move and he stands up. The hulking form standing before you, the sounds of cracking wood breaking through the night. Raising a hand to his head, he brushes back his hair, revealing his face. He's a wood elf, or at least he once was. The hulking form before you hardly fit the stereotypical slenderness of elves, even if his face held many of the same features. He wore a short scraggle of facial hair, as if he had not shaved in weeks. His hair fell to his waist, flared outward, full-bodied and thick with strands falling in front of his pointed ears. His eyes, though, are what caught your attention. With half of his face hidden in shadow, it was hard to see, but his right eye is completely clouded over. The other is a bright, icy blue. As he steps forward, you sort of step backwards he steps forward with no regard to you his olive skin is disrupted by a large blotch of purple surrounding his clouded right eye working its way back to the scalp and ear his cloak 
hid most of his armor, save the moss-covered breastplate and that pin that you'd seen. And he looks over at you and says, I don't believe that I invited you into my grove. Uh-oh. Are you the spirit of the forest? Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Olo. Olo Koliko. 